This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Hoist the main sail and scuttle the jib. Recon 2020 is on the horizon. HMGS South hosts their big spring convention Thursday, April 23rd through Sunday, April 26th at the Days Hotel by Wyndham in Kissimmee, Florida, celebrating the seven seas through history. The gaming convention will feature some of the best miniature wargaming in the Southeast. On tap will be nine game sessions packed with upwards of 120 games across all eras of history, as well as a number of non-historical games, plus a large role-playing game panel. The convention will bring more than a dozen great merchandise vendors offering a wide range of gaming hobby products, and there will also be a very fast and fun flea market on Friday night. Registration information and the still-growing convention game list can be found by visiting hmgs-south.com and clicking the Recon 2020 tab, or by going directly to the tabletop.events website and searching for Recon 2020. You also will find a link to the Days Hotel by Wyndham Hotel reservation site to book your rooms for the weekend at only $82 per night. Dock your ship at the HMGS Southport and enjoy a great weekend of fantastic gaming with the best players in the region. Recon 2020, all hands on deck and don't miss out. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Sci-Fi Farto. Miss and Magic. It's going to be this February the 15th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it is an event by Main Street Bartow Incorporated. There's going to be two stages with entertainment, especially entertainment by our good friends, the Kitchen Killers. And this is actually year seven. And don't forget, this event is totally free. Don't forget about the Sci-Fi Car Show. It's always a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of special guests, including your boys, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. So you don't want to miss it February 15th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's totally free! Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems. Your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth. Cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. This is Kevin Sullivan, and you better be listening to the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce, my two buddies. Because if you don't, I'm going to come down there and kick your door in and turn on whatever instrument that you listen to your music on. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course with me as always is my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a weekly podcast, and every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Ah, 
it's been a long day and i am ready for this cold beer yes sir. but i'll tell you what else i'm ready for i'm ready for thunder championship yes, wrestling sir. this saturday it's going to be at winter haven high school general mission is ten dollars the doors open at six and the bell time is going to be at seven you definitely want to be there and we have the man himself the living legend on the phone with us kevin sullivan how are you doing today sir great guys and i love your show Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank you, you so much, taking Mr. time Sullivan. out of your schedule to come right. join us. Well, Mr. Sullivan, you had an amazing career here in Florida, uh, fighting along or against uh, Dusty Rhodes, Barry Windham. Uh, do you have any favorite stories or any kind of favorite things from when you were wrestling at uh, Championship Wrestling from Florida? Yeah, I have one. Uh, I was supposed to wrestle. Dusty in a cage in Lakeland, Florida. And I came up with the idea, and it had never been done before, to have them announce that I wasn't going to be there, that I missed my flight. And I laid for six hours before the doors opened underneath the ring. And when they announced I wasn't going to be there, people booed and, ah, thank God he ain't going to be there. Then we had Mark Russell and Dusty, and I don't know how I did it. It was like a Moses part in the Red Sea. I was under there, and I kicked the boards, and they came apart perfectly, and I had some box cutters. I cut the mat, popped up. I looked like the alien. But I went back and tried to do that different times. There was no way those boards were going to come. It was supposed to be happened because the dream was the dream things just worked out well for him well he was always one of our favorites but i mean you had you had such a great great career here with championship wrestling from florida but tell us a little about your time with the wcw because you had some amazing matches in wcw I, I, in WCW, you know, I had the thing in Hulkamania, and uh, I enjoyed that, but I'll always have a special fondness for Florida in my heart. Uh, wonderful place to live. Uh, you know, anything you want to do in Florida, you can do is from skin diving to water skiing to working out outside it's a great great place but florida when there were territories had a special aura to it and it was an easy place to work great place to work and the best talent in the country went through there especially in the winter time oh i bet because nobody in the winter time wanted to be wrestling up north they wanted to be down here in these beautiful beaches right right well, was there in anything from that time that you truly enjoyed? I enjoyed going to work every day, and that's a blessing. You know, you guys enjoy what you do, and that is a blessing in life if you enjoy what you do. Every day I wanted to go to work, so I really, and I almost worked every day of the year. So I did enjoy my, my work. 
Well, I love that you had an amazing career in the ring, but you also had a great career behind the scenes. Uh, one of the gentlemen that actually helped us set up this interview said that he believed you were the greatest mind in the wrestling business. So how was it being a booker? Oh, it was great for being a booker, but, uh, you know, having the best mind of that in the wrestling business, that like being the smartest guy in the insane asylum i don't know <laughs> but it, it it was great to be a booker i really enjoyed it uh you got to see something develop in front of you and now look, look what wrestling has become it's become a center of the our cultural system of this country you guys watched the super bowl yesterday yes sir yes sir that, Okay, started off with a SmackDown interview, right? With hell, no, and then it, it went on. Then the next thing is uh, the Rock interviews, not interviews, uh, runs down both teams. Then the Rock is with Gronkowski, Jimmy Jones, and somebody else plugging his uh, uh, tequila. Then Ric Flair is on a uh, commercial for some kind of Cheetos or something. I'm certainly not going to get those. But, I mean, and then they have one more plug for uh, SmackDown. Think about that, how far wrestling has come from when you guys remember going to the small towns in Florida. It's an amazing feat. It is amazing, and actually, since we've got you on and you brought up how popular wrestling's been, I wanted to ask you a question. What do you think of the AEW promotion that's going right now on TNT? I think it's fabulous. I think it's fabulous because it gives you an alternative product. I mean, I don't care how well you liked WWE. I like sushi, but I'm not going to eat it seven days a week I like to have a steak for once in a while and I think their product has given some younger guys a chance which I'm glad to see but it's an alternative product and I happen to think they're doing a very good job obviously TBS does too because TNT has given them what another two years extension Yeah. yes so, sir on top of the two years they already had yeah, so we're going to see uh, how this plays out, and I think it will eat back up, back up again. The wrestling business will eat back up again like when there was the Monday Night Wash. Well, I truly think that, and I agree with you, Mr. Sullivan, because, uh, you know, they've got WWE's NXT now is going live against them on Wednesday nights to kind of heat up that rivalry. But I just think having a rivalry like that just makes everybody better. When there's competition, it makes everybody raise their game up. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it isn't by chance when you go to buy a car and you go to car dealerships, there's eight or nine car, car dealerships, right? If, you know, the number one rule in business is if you want to sell bananas, you go where they sell bananas. Well, I think this will actually improve WWE's product because they've gone so long with no competition. Ah, don't worry about it. There's nobody else 
in the game. Now there's people in the game, and not only AEW, that Major League Wrestling is doing a pretty good job, uh, Ring of Honor, so it's like a smorgasbord out there. I have to think this is the best time wrestling's ever had. Well, you actually just brought up Major League Wrestling, and if, if my notes are correct, you actually on MLW Radio have a podcast yourself. I had a podcast there for three years. I'm no longer uh, with MLW. Uh, they're doing a fabulous job. I think this had tapings lately. They got uh, two fabulous performers there joseph and have you guys seen this part two the Simone kid i want to say he might have done one of the uh the thunder championship wrestling shows but i could be wrong i don't think he did but there's so many samoans it's this portion of samoans and tongans in the wrestling business and in football but of all, I've been through four generations of Samoans. This kid, by far, is the best of them all, by far. And that's saying something. And I'm lumping in Jimmy Snooker and the Tonga kid and everybody else. This kid, if you get a chance to watch him, and he's on MLW, he's their champion. And he'll be shocked what a, a kid his size can do. Well, one thing I did see in my notes that I wanted to talk to you about is you actually got to get the ECW Tag Team Championship belt and win it with one of my favorite wrestlers, Taz. How was it like working with him? He was a great guy. I really enjoyed Taz. Uh, we went to Japan together a couple of times. He was great to hang out with him. And I hear now he was signed by AEW, so I think he'll be an uh, asset to them. Well, he definitely has been an, an asset to the announce team because they have signed him to the announce team. And I think he really, with him and, and Jim Ross, uh, they've got a good team there, and they've got a third guy with Excalibur. Them, Excalibur. Yep. And I think the three of them are, are doing a really good job because uh, me and Johnny will tell you we've been AEW marks since the jump. We yeah. absolutely – Love it and enjoy it. Oh, okay, I got to ask you something. Yes, sir, Mr. Sullivan. They're trying to play it straight, right? They're trying to play it straight. Explain to me, Orange Cassidy. You know, Orange Cassidy, I think, is kind of like the likes of Jerry Ryan. He's kind of an acquired taste because that's a gimmick wrestler. You know, right. you might even put Santino Morala in that yeah. a little bit. Right. Like, they're yeah. very gimmicky. They're very comic-y. Right. I see how there's a place in wrestling for it. He, and, he he's, And I do, too. Yeah. I saw how they placed them well. The only thing I didn't like that... Uh, Kid the bastard. Yeah. Oh, Pac. I mean, yes, yeah. sir. He's, you know, he looks scary. Right. And they had Cassie rolling the ring. This was about a month ago and give him these little kicks in the ankle. Yeah, you can have that orange Cassie, but he shouldn't be no, he shouldn't even be in the building at the same time Pac is. No, because Pac would make you turn around and walk a different direction down a dark yeah. alley if you saw him. If yeah. I saw that I guy on the street, I'm walking the exact opposite direction. I have a theory about that. My theory is 
the three of us are coming out of uh, a bar. We turn the corner, and Park is on one side, and Orange Cassie's on the other side of the street. Which side are we going to walk down? We're going to Orange Cassie's side, because I'm pretty sure I can take him. <laughs> and, and I'm not knocking Cassie. I think they did a spot one time where they busted in the fight, and the bathroom door opened up, and he was there. He was very good. He's very good. He's very entertaining. But I think you be, you need to be careful where you the placement of him. Well, see, and that's what makes you one of the best minds in the business, Mr. Sullivan, because as a booker, you're exactly right. You've got to put him in the right places because if not, you're 110% right. He's not going to go over, and it's going to diminish some of the other characters. Yeah, and um, what I'm getting at this, too, is – I can't wrestle that night and taking all these suplexes and giving all these suplexes and drop kicks and it's, he's I can tell by he's not what people say always oh, taking advantage of people. He's not that. He's just snug. It makes it look convincing. When you spend fifteen minutes in the ring making things look convincing and then you go and throw it away for 12 seconds no i can see that and i mean he's good for a laugh orange Cassidy, and he's good to add a little little comedic timing but i agree 110 percent with you and don't get me wrong i think that he's very good on the show if he was placed at a certain time in a certain place but other than that we all think we know what to do and i always say this to people if we knew what we we're supposed to do, we turn to page 40 in the booking book and say, okay, let's go to page 40 and see what it says. You know, it's all trial and error. And I think they get some of the best minds there too. They have a lot of good minds there. And they seem to be working very well as a team. So I'm really pulling for them too. Well, I just really want to see where they're going to go. And I think that it's really nice that we've got competition because we haven't had competition since WCW days. And you just, I think in any business, you need competition because if not, it gets stale. Absolutely. And the product not only gets stale, it gets cheapened. You know, you need competition. And I think that this is the best thing, like I said, that happened to pro wrestling ever and we're talking about the two major companies but uh, another company i didn't even mention was uh new japan you know they did well when they were on tv here and and traveled and impact looks like it may be picking up too so we're gonna have a it's gonna be like a smorgasbord you know what i mean absolutely also there's other programs, especially in Florida, because Florida has so many promotions. Uh, WWN, uh, you got Shine and Shimmer. The, I mean, women's wrestling has been the hottest thing it's been in years. Right. So there's a lot yes. of yeah. And I think that's an amazing thing that women wrestling. Look how advanced they've become in 20 years from bra and panty matches to main eventing WrestleMania. I think it's amazing what they've done. Amazing. Well, I do think that it's great, but I wanted to circle back to one thing you said earlier, and that's your time into Japan. How did you enjoy working in Japan? I love Japan. I love Japan. I love the culture. I love the food. 
I love the way the guys worked. I just love the whole premise of, of Japan. Now, from- if I go back to WCW, I was going to stay there. So I absolutely, when I say stay there, I was on all the tours, but then I got a, a chance to go back and book, and I gave it up. But uh, you can see why people, would st- if if you like different culture you could see why people would stay in japan well i know it seems like at least all the wrestlers i really like that are in AEW, um and uh to, to that matter uh ring of honor a lot of them spent a lot of their time honing their craft in japan and it just seems like when wrestlers go to Japan, it's almost like they get a master class, and when they come back to the States, they're leaps and bounds better than when they left. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's a whole different culture there. And they respect is the number one thing there. And uh, this has been going on for since 1953. Now think about that. That was only seven years after the war. There was still rubble in the streets like you'd see in a futuristic movie. And they were drawing big houses back then. Uh, Luthez and Ricky Dozen, big, big houses. I mean, uh, they, they had a match one time, Luthez and Ricky Dozen, and 91% of the TVs in the country were watching that match. You know, so. Well, that is absolutely amazing. The other thing is I've always been told that, uh, you know, when you wrestle in Japan, you've got to get used to the audience because it's completely different than what it is back here at home. Yeah, but it's changing because we're becoming a globalization has changed everything. The funniest thing I ever saw in my life, uh, one of the last times I went to Japan, I was going by the Tokyo Dome and there was a hot rock concert. I think it was Metallica. And you see all these kids, they had the hairspray orange or green or whatever mohawks all kinds of different clothing on everybody was standing in line perfectly you know there's there's a different culture there but it's slowly when I first went in Tokyo it was 50% uh, traditional dress and 50% Western dress. Outside of the major cities, it was probably 70% traditional dress, 30% uh, Western dress. So it's come a long way in a short time. Well, I can tell you this. Our fans are so excited to see you this Saturday in Winter Haven at the Winter Haven High School. General admission tickets are $10.00. Doors open at 6, bell times at 7 p.m. And also, don't forget, if you'll come at 5 o'clock, you're having a meet and greet. So you can actually come and meet Mr. Kevin Sullivan himself and, uh, you know, get your picture taken, an autograph signed. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And you're going to get to see one of the greatest wrestlers not signed by a major group, but that won't be for long. You're going to get to see the Tokyo Monster 
And also, you're going to see Andrew Anderson, one of the Anderson brothers. So it's going to be a great night. I can't wait to see some of my friends from past. And we're going to have a wonderful night that night. And it will blow your socks off. And Johnny and Deuce, thank you very much for having me on. We really you appreciate it. You are so welcome, Mr. Sullivan. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for coming on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Thank you, babies. All right. You have a good afternoon, sir. My man did something dirty to a brother. He went to the New Japan show and didn't invite me. You son of a bitch. Bro, it was one of those things where I was helping one of my friends, Chris, uh, and his wife, Amber, move uh, to Lakeland. And yeah, it was, you know, moving and everything yeah. and all that stuff. And he's like, hey, uh, there's a Japan show coming up. You want to go? It was literally like the day before. I had yeah. no idea. And I was like, do I have the day off from work? And I did. And yeah. so... But yeah, it was my first time. It was really cool for me because it was my first time ever seeing New Japan. Well, I, I scratched that. I've seen New Japan pro wrestlers, you know, in you know, at Ring in of other Honor, promotions, other promotions, like at Ring of but Honor. But this was the first stuff. official New, New Japan, Japan pro show. Yeah. show that I went to, and man, it was beautiful. Uh, the venue over in St. Pete, uh, I think it was the St. Pete Coliseum. Oh wow, really, really cool, um, bro. And like, the, it was a very intimate uh, experience, like. The How many people hit, would you say were there? Maybe a couple hundred. It wasn't very big. So less than 500. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was really cool. Uh, they had just the venue itself, the way it's it's like an arch top roof. So okay. it's it, it just, and they had all these blue lights like scattered through. It was, it was awesome, awesome experience. But like even the food there was really good. They oh, had like really? these like, that night I was like, you know, I, I'm not going to do keto that yeah. night. So, but they had like, they had like cheeseburgers and they had like, corn dogs but bro these corn dogs were like a foot long bro wow they were huge uh and they were really good actually uh and they had fresh squeezed lemonade like so they oh, had, wow and then there was like a ton of merch there too uh and everything like that so there was a lot of things there but like there was like it was the first time i ever really got to see because you know like you were saying earlier with uh, mr kevin sullivan is like the audience is it was very very polite very respectful yeah. they clap a lot after a lot of moves and stuff like that and like it was kind of very respectful crowd that night. So it was almost like the American crowd was adopting the Japanese way of watching matches. Correct. Yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah. And you know, because you're not just going to slip and fall and jump into a New Japan pro wrestling show. You're, no, you're no. Gonna, you, you don't just know about stumble it. into Correct. a New Japan show. Like yeah. you go to that show because you're a fan already. Like you've seen them on Access or you've seen them you know, online because they've right. got their own app now, their own, uh, yeah. like yeah, new WWE. Japan, uh, yeah. wrestling world or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I know, uh, our friend Dave Pasco, uh, he had a, remember he had a brunch a while yeah, back. Uh, that was the, a fun, that was a fun because that was for the, uh, God, what new Japan show was, Oh, it was the one, I think it was the one over WrestleMania weekend. Wasn't I think it? So yeah. Either that or it was, Oh, it might've been wrestle kingdom, wrestle kingdom. It might've been it was, because yeah. we were watching it at the yeah. same time. Japan was watching. Yeah. It. it just happened to be super early in the morning. for yeah. us. It was really cool. But yeah. like, I just, I love Cause you know, everyone that knows me knows I'm a huge, uh, Ultima dragon fan. And you know, that guy is from Japan. He, yeah. he wrestled in, in Mexico. He, he adopted that Lucha Libre style with the Japanese uh, strong style and all that. So like, you know, all these people that I've seen people wrestling, I, I saw on WCW that I had, you know, I've never seen live before. And so it was a mind blowing experience. Cause some of these people, uh, 
are are like the John Cena's of the pro uh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and it's in, it's in crazy. Japan, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's really cool to see see them live and to see like the style. The, the ring's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit taller. So it's oh, it is. Yeah, the Japanese ring is a little bit different. It's all if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, and because you're more the expert, you can educate me their ring is based more like on a boxing ring correct because it's taller like a boxing ring correct so yeah yeah yeah. so and 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 i'm not sure the reasoning behind it i don't know if it's because the way auditoriums or and things were set you know for seating that it makes or maybe it was easier for them back in the day to get a hold of boxing rings and wrestling rings and then maybe they just did it for so long they're like screw it our our friend dave pasco is listening to this episode he's He's like i would say he's turning over his grave but he's not dead but i'm sure he he is is spinning he's like no you guys are wrong just google it no no we're, we're just we're surmising we're guessing but uh yeah uh yeah new japan and they were there that night too yeah. uh dave and his wife meg were there as well and and they're going with us to the ring honor show yeah and Super our and honor. our good boy kent ward was there yo nice yeah, yeah. and he you know from he's, otaku overdrive and don't forget they got the show coming up soon with right. Bit brigade and everything yeah, i'm sure we're gonna Kent's be there birthday for, yeah, it's for gonna Kent's be awesome birthday show. it's gonna be really cool so definitely go check that out danimal cannon and all kinds of people will be there so good good times go hang out kit ward is an amazing guy and he's he loves you know the orlando community and he loves to give him back uh but yeah it's a uh, yeah ongaku overdrive really cool and imagine his next show will be there uh we yeah. were there for the final fantasy one last oh, time we're gonna it was be there blast. for the next one and we've got interviews coming up yep. for that so too, we're so, super yeah. stoked about that so but yeah it was just a really great experience from top to bottom and i love seeing uh your boy uh colt cabana was there what yeah, Cole Cabana was there. And with, did he wrestle? Yeah, he was there. Nice. With, he was there with Yano, uh, uh, a comedic re- Japanese wrestler. Okay, and they were tag teaming, and it was really, really entertaining. Like, and the, the it just they they fed off each other really well. It was very comedic, very funny. Right. Uh, and it was cool to see Cole Cabana. I hadn't seen him in a while. So uh, no, like he was announcing with Ring right. of Honor for a while. I think right. he still might be. I announcing think he is for too. Them, yeah, but he. It's weird. When he does the Ring of Honor shows, he doesn't really wrestle. He does more just like announcing and like behind the scenes Correct. stuff. Yeah. So it's nice to actually see him out and wrestle because I I came on the Colt Cabana train very late and a lot of it was to do with the infamous CM Punk interview on Correct. his podcast. Right. But when I learned more about the guy, I saw more of his matches, I'm like, this guy's really funny. He's yeah. you know, he's a good worker. He's got, he's got yeah. some he's got that swagger too, and he's just you know, he's fun to watch and he, he always He's a good time. Yeah, so it was cool to see him there live because it's been a hot minute since yeah. seeing him live. Uh and it was just it was neat just to see the whole you know the way they they brought some people from the um, dojo there as well, trainees from the dojo oh, in Japan. Nice, nice, nice. So they got you know you got to see some up and comers, which is really cool. And man, they're talented as hell, bro. Yeah, like it's just so awesome. And then it was cool to see you know like I said, Americans in there too, and, right. and you know Cole Cabana and and all that. But like uh, Juice Robinson and you know all these people that have kind of been around the Japanese New Japan pro wrestling scene. But I hadn't seen them, got to see them live yet. So that was that was always a little treat seeing those extra. Uh, but yeah, just from top to bottom. And the nice thing, bro, is it was only two hours long. It wasn't a huge. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it was. I'm nice. actually kind of surprised about that. Yeah. I thought the show would be a little longer. Yeah, and I, I kind of liked that. It was only two yeah. hours long. You know, it didn't get home late. You know, and all that stuff. But it was a really good for your value for your money. It was really yeah. really nice. Uh, and it was a great venue too. And. And it, it's always like a treat when New Japan comes to America because it, yeah. it's not as often as you would think. So, no. 
But it sounds like, at least to me, from what I've been seeing on Facebook and stuff, because they've been advertising shows, it looks like they're trying to t- to dip their toes in the water of coming to America more. Right. And I think that they've found out now they've got a bigger audience. And now you can help me with this because sure. you're more in the know. Yeah. It seems like Marty Scroll is helping them out a lot in New Japan now. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Marty just signed a contract with Ring of Honor to stay. Um, he's also going to be doing booking, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh, and he's... We love we love the villain. He's yeah. he's an awesome guy. He's got that I mean, I'm sad to hear that because I really wanted to see him in AEW. But in his defense, yeah. if you will, I think, in my humble opinion, AEW right now is a little oversaturated with talent. Sure, because sure. they've only got two hours a week until they get a second that. show. Right. If you if he comes over, I think he's just going to be doing little bits because right. some of my favorite wrestlers like Pete Avalon and Blue Pants right. who uh, Leva Bates, yeah, uh, like they're I see them more on being the elite than I see them actually on right. television. Now Correct. I'm not watching AEW Dark, right? But you know they're not getting much TV time, so I right. feel like he might have been like, "Look, it's better for me to sign a contract, get more money." be a booker have a hand in the booking side of things well any any and he's rubbed elbows with you know so many people and like you said japan he's got great working relationship with japan he's got great working relationship you know in the uk and throughout the states so like he you know he he kind of knows a little bit about everything you know he's a very smart mind in the business and bro we get to see him fight jay white bro like at, at, at Supercard. oh How my god awesome i'm is that gonna be that's yeah. gonna be a that would be like a main event anywhere, you know. Like that's yeah. we're stoked about that, and that, they keep adding more people to that show because uh, Deuce and I are going to the Supercard um, over in Lakeland. Yeah, uh, we're super stoked uh, to go see that. It's gonna. I mean, they're adding so many different names, and it's gonna be in a fun. But show. it's a lot of every time I see a new name, they're adding a lot of new Japan talent. Right. So I, at first, Kenta I, is going to be there, which was a huge surprise, uh, and. Uh, People knew him in NXT as Hideo Itami. Yeah. So like he he's a he's an amazing talent, and I've never seen him live actually. So I'm kind of excited about that. But the fact that he came over for this show is a really big deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just felt like like what Mr. Kevin Sullivan said earlier. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. There's so many. Especially in Florida, there's so many options um, and so many different promotions. Yeah, women's wrestling, and I mean, just they have the kaiju big battle. Like, yeah. there's just so much stuff going on, bro. Well, let me ask you this because I I had heard through the grapevine, and I, it could have been wrong, is that they were trying to have this big blowout with New Japan at the Ring of Honor show because New Japan was going to start working with AEW. I don't know if that's the case because the more I'm doing my homework and the more yeah. I talk to uh, Dave uh, about it, like it, it sounds like J- Japan is still kind of wanting to do their own thing because yeah. you got to think at the end of the day, New Japan is going to be New Japan no yeah. matter what happens. Yeah. But the working relationship with the stuff in the States because, you know, uh, Kevin Sullivan was saying something about that too, that they've yeah. grown, you know, working with America and, yeah. you know, them coming to here and right. all that. And they're stuff. on access, which you can get right. on your cable now. Like right. I get New Japan on uh, the, the uh, television channel or your right. cable package called Access. Right. It's the same channel that has Impact Wrestling now. Right. Um, but originally, and let me throw the big allegedly out there so our lawyer gets paid this week, um, was that this was going to be like the big blow-off and they were going to start working with AEW So more. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, 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 If I was New Japan, 
personally. I would do both. I swear I was going to say. Like, why not? Because you're already... New Japan is the WWE uh, in, in you know, the East Coast. So it's like, you know, East, you know, over in, in Asia and all that stuff. And, and even Europe. Like, it's big over there. So it's like, technically, they're bigger... Viewing-wise, they're yeah. bigger than America. So, yeah. like, they don't really need the exposure, but to help broaden their horizons over here in the U- U.S. I think it would help. I think it's not a bad idea, you no. know. And especially if you want to try to get that cross-promotion where you get American viewers wanting to watch New Japan, it helps, you know, when you're spreading spreading it out and be like, hey, we're going to have a group here, we're going to have a tour here, we're going to go to AEW, we're going to have some talent in Ring of Honor. Like, I don't... Because obviously Japan, there's Japanese wrestlers in NXT, and like all you know, there's they're all over the spectrum. Yeah. But like, I don't think it's a bad idea. But also, I think people want New Japan to be special. Like, if you yeah. start working with everybody, then it's kind of diluting the, the brand the product. Yeah. yeah, but I don't see. I think they've you know they have had work. They've had you know especially with a talent. It's an AEW like. Look at the Bullet Club, you know, the former Bullet Club members. Obviously, they had a working relationship, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have... Which, did you see the newest episode of Ordering Room Service with Wrestlers? No. With Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks? They said it, and they put it out on their show, that it is written in their AEW contracts that Kenny and both the Young Bucks can go to Ring of Honor and can go to New Japan and work. That was part oh, that was in they said that's cool. when we wrote the contracts, we made sure it was in there. And they alluded to that they weren't the only guys that had that clause in their well, contract. You know, you, you know what? You, you gotta look at uh uh Jericho. He's been in Japan since he's been signed with AEW. So Well and John Moxley. Look right. at him. John yep. Moxley is working, I think, almost as much in New Japan as he's working with AEW, which yep. my God, that man has got to be the hardest working man in the business. Because oh, he's, he's doing like AEW and then he's getting on a plane, doing New Japan shows, coming back. Like right. I don't know when he's got time to see that beautiful wife of his right, but right. you know yeah but uh you know i i think that that's well i brilliant. think if you're john moxley I, th- I think we haven't really talked much about him we yeah. both really dig his character dig his stuff i like him way better than he was dean ambrose because oh, yeah. dean ambrose gimmick got old after a while got old real quick and then listening to his interview with jericho and he's just kind of like you know they didn't know what to do with him and like yeah. they were making him like the comedy guy like he's talking to a fucking plant like yeah. that didn't go over really well and he kind of was more of like a a, a cheesy gimmick character yeah. after he split it with the shield you know what i mean it was kind of like you know, they didn't and then really... they gave him like a Bane character almost right. for a half second. Yeah, it was I, like, I what know. are you doing? But with now this guy? I feel like he's excited. To, he's kind of rejuvenated. You know, oh, his yeah. career. He wants to go and do what he wants. Get you know, work where he wants. Yeah. Uh, he, but he's also you know, he's also shaking hands and kissing babies on yeah. the way. You know, so like I feel like he's, you know, it's it's a new chapter in his life, and I feel like he's excited to kind of go and explore and get to do what he wants to do because I feel yeah. like he was kind of like stuck in a cage at WWE. Well, it's it's almost like you know his intro video for AEW. He's in the prison, and it's counting down the days till he can get Correct. out, and then they let him out of prison, and that's kind of when he starts coming through the audience. Correct. And I think for him it was. I think he was in a cage. I think he was a prisoner to a contract he didn't like, and he's like, look, you know, I'm a man. I signed up for this. I'm well, going to do it. But for those who don't know. I mean, he did a lot of. He was really big in like the hardcore, you know, death matches and like CCW and all all these other oh, yeah. promotions, you know. Like so, he's, you know, he's done a lot before WWE, but now yeah. I think W. I think it was a good and a bad thing. WWE put a spotlight on him. Yeah, maybe not necessarily the way he wanted, but people knew about him, and it was a big deal when he did. Right. 
leave WWE, and now right. people are like, oh, I remember him in WWE. Now he's John Moxley, and he's yeah. kicking ass, you know. And 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 he's had some great feuds with Kenny Omega and and AEW. Like they really did a good job of like putting him where he wants to be and right. making it exciting and fresh. Right. Uh, so I, that's why what Kevin, Mr. Kevin Sullivan said earlier. You know, if you have sushi every single day of the week, it kind of gets old and gets you know stale and boring and you know you don't want that with wrestling you want you know you want something that kind of gets you excited to wake up in the morning and i feel like AEW is doing stuff that kind of is reminiscent of old WCW but i think the good old WCW cuz i know WCW towards the end kind of got weird uh and they didn't really you know know what to do with the product but and obviously you know WWE uh do you know winning and and doing ratings and all that stuff but uh, but AEW for me feels fresh, feels new. It's different. Only two hours. I get it. There's a lot of talent on there, so you're not really sure what you want to do with the talent. But uh, I just think AEW should just continue doing what they're doing. But I feel like with the two hours that they have, they've been doing a great job um, with the talent that they do have. But uh, John John Moxley, you know, he's he's a household name now. So. He is. And the other good thing is from at least what little I've read is that part of the two-year extension was they are going to give him a second show. Right. So now if I personally think what they need to do is give him a second show and have it be just an hour, maybe not another two-hour show, and they can tape it. Yeah, and I'll make same, it live. Correct. Yeah, tape it the same time. Like instead of putting AEW a- like dark. W- like, yeah. Do it like they do WWE with WWE main event or right, right, superstars. Right. You know, have, a, have it something taped before or after right. the you know, AEW. Uh, and uh, that way, you know, it does give you extra content. Right. You know, maybe put it on a different night, you know, right. stuff like that. Like, that would be, I don't know. AEW doesn't have a streaming site yet. They don't. Now, I because be- of the TNT contract. Right. I get that. But, but I think you can watch it on the TNT app. Oh, can you? Okay. I believe so, because I will tell you this, like, and I'm just going to use Spectrum because that's my cable service. If you go to TNT's on-demand channel, you can watch the episode they put it up the day after it airs so Ah, you can go and watch it and supposedly there's like a tnt app that you can use and you can stream it off there as well because i've missed like i would say i've missed the last month i haven't watched any really i've been so busy oh it's been good because the past month they did they did the show in miami but then they did the the chris jericho rock and wrestling cruise and they did the show live on the boat Oh, which I bet was, that was it, fun. it was insane. I think it's probably one of my f- favorite AEW moments so far. Is Chris Jericho comes out and every single person in that audience is singing his theme song, and when they cut it off, they're still singing. That's it. awesome. And he even did the Hulk Hogan like put his hand up mm-hmm. to the ear, like keep going, keep going, and like they're singing every word to the song, and it was very. <laughs> excuse me it was very intimate because that yeah. was the only bad news like you could tell the guardrail was really close to the ring so like some guys really had to change your stuff because right. they couldn't do all the crazy right. outside stuff the like they shit. normally do yeah the flippy shit they couldn't do that right but like the matches were great like at one point um so you know how because they've got the pay-per-view coming up revolution uh, one of the rules for uh, MJF to fight Cody is he can't lay a hand on him. 
Well, the Young Bucks came out and super kicked him and dragged him into the pool, which had the Chris Jericho logo like shot down on it with like a like a light so you could see it. And then they threw him in the pool. So like it was a lot of like because you remember when uh, WCW used to go to Daytona and they'd have yeah. the ring on top of the swimming pool yeah, at I love uh, that. Club La Vila, I yeah. think it was called. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like it, it reminded me a lot of that. So like AEW's got a lot of good WCW in it. Now, right. I will say it does have a little bit of the bad WCW in it right. when – there's I, still some hiccups. Yeah, there's still uh, with, some hiccups, like, and they're still learning. Right. So yeah, and you know, fi- you know, because you got to think. I don't think AEW, even though they say say it, I think AEW wants to do its own, be its own thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily even compete. I don't even necessarily put AEW in competition with NXT because it feels like totally two different brands. Yeah, it's like, two different yeah. things. Like AEW wants to do their own thing. They want to have some comedic wrestling, NXT, and it's new and it's fresh. And and NXT has already had that following, and they're yeah. still going to have that following. Yeah. NXT is a different animal altogether. So, yeah. uh, I I just I. I mean, like Mr. Col- Kevin Sullivan said earlier, like it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. It's, there's a lot of op, op, uh, options and opportunities for, uh, you know, to see shows live. And I don't know. I, I think it's cool because, like, with New Japan and AEW and Ring of Honor and um, D- WWN and and all those different promotions, you have, like you said earlier, it's, it's got that. You know, when when it the competition breeds creativity and yeah. I feel like that's what's going on right now in the wrestling business and especially with new, uh, with uh, um, WrestleMania weekend coming up, yeah. you know, in a couple months, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of shows going on that WrestleMania oh, yeah. weekend. So Which if you're I'm a wrestling actually fan kind of surprised Tampa, AEW hasn't announced a show for that weekend. I don't know. Maybe maybe they have something in the books. They just don't want to announce it yet. I don't know. Maybe, but it's getting damn close. Yeah. Like, especially because, like, Supercard's already selling out. Uh, NXT, I'm sure, right. is going to have a takeover that weekend. Yeah. Like, Kaiju Big Battle is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I think WXW is going to have some stuff well, there. Well, our buddy, uh, the Kamish from yeah. the XFL, he's going to uh, – it's not Joey Ryan's Big Dick Battle. He's going to Joey Janela's like, spring break right. over in Ebor. So, like, a lot of people are having stuff. And I know uh, TNA is having, like, a throwback show. Right. Because I actually looked at tickets to that one because it's over at that – I think the Ritz is what it yeah. is in Ebor. Mm-hmm. Um and it looks really I mean, cool. Yeah. So if you're a wrestling fan and you're in Tampa, you've got so much opportunities yeah. to see shows, and it's it's just a great time right now. And, and I also, think that's Thunder Championship Wrestling is going to have a show here in town. So if right. you don't want to go all the way to Tampa, right. they're going to have one here locally that right. weekend too. So you definitely want to check them out. And speaking of Thunder Championship Wrestling, Deuce, we have a show coming up very soon with this Mr. Saturday. Kevin Sullivan. Yep. Yep, you definitely want to check it out. It's going to be at the Winter Haven High School. The doors are going to open at 6, uh, bell times at 7. The meet and greet with Kevin Sullivan is going to be at 5 p.m. The meet and greet is $20. Uh, general admission tickets are 10 and ringside and floor seats are 15 You definitely want to check it out. And, uh, uh, and, and definitely check us out, Deuce. Yes, you definitely want to check us out at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine, Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to send us your questions for two very special things. One, put in the subject line, ask the buck, and send us your questions for Buck the Mega Buck because we will be going to the Retro Games Compound very, very soon. Uh, and you want to do that. Also, don't forget to put in the subject line spicy deuces because yep. we're going to be doing that right around the corner. It's our take on Hot Ones. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. And yeah. if you've not seen Hot Ones, go check that out. It's a great YouTube show. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, send us some questions. We're going to forward them to Brandy so we, so don't, we don't see them. So yep. we're going to see them live or hear them live while we're doing it. And we're still planning the logistics of how how it works and everything. So yeah. stay tuned. For yeah, that. stay tuned for that. And also, you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast and of course we're on your twitter machine there's not one there's not two but there are three hashtags hashtag hh podcast, podcast show hashtag happy hour podcast and hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the loose. loose later see ya